Welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Pink, a drama about three women seeking justice and a lawyer who's trying to help them get it. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the third in our series about women. And this is super duper about women and women's issues. Yeah, it really is. I mean, this is an issue for women everywhere in the world. Like, there's no place in the world where this is an easy thing in courts or, you know, anything like that. This deck isn't stacked against you, but... It is especially bad in India. Right. Well, and that's really like, so any court case that's based on he said, she said, and anything where somebody has to come forward with something that when this kind of thing happens, they tend to internalize that maybe it was my fault or maybe there was something I could have done like better or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Like those are always super touchy cases. And then when you have in India kind of this low level attitude and Obviously, not everyone in India thinks this way. But there is kind of a bit of a low-level attitude of like, well, women should be dressing super modestly and women should be living at home with their parents or husband. And, you know, women should be married by the time they're, you know, whatever age. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's a perception for some people, some, you know, horrible men that like, well, if you're not married, then that's your fault. Like, doesn't matter how you're dressed, but like. If you're crammed into a train with a bunch of people, like, there's a good chance that you're going to get some, have something happen, like, get touched or something. Right. And like you said, that's obviously a problem everywhere, this idea of, like, she was asking for it, which is basically what this whole movie is based on the premise of. Right. And that, like, even if you are wearing makeup, even if you're drinking, even if you're whatever, even if you're, like, in a room with a guy. Yeah. You, can, you should still be able to say no, and it still means no. Yeah. So this movie begins... After the incident in question has already happened and we're seeing the reactions from the women who are freaked out in the back of a car and the men, one of whom is bleeding profusely out of his head. And as his friends are rushing him to the hospital. Yeah. And both groups of people are freaked out and both don't really want to go to the police. Right. But then as it keeps going, the men get more confident with what they're doing where they feel like. Because one of the men was injured. They were wronged. The woman needs to apologize for what happened. And they start harassing the women. Yeah, and they feel like they have to prove that they can take care of this situation and punish them. Partially because of that, but partially because one of their uncles is a like a big time yeah. What crime boss? I mean influential person. I don't know. But also probably like (laughs) dirty. And yeah, I mean, he he was just like, what is happening here? Like, y'all need to get it together. And so right. then they're like, well, we got to, like, I'm sure he didn't mean harass the heck out of these women, but he probably did not mean that. Well, and I think that he was also like, like, why did this happen? Like, you need to have an explanation for why this happened also. Because yeah, he was engaged to someone. So, I mean, to then require, like, w- like 10 stitches on yeah, his face. yeah. That's something that your your fiancé is not going to be like, oh, yeah, totally a normal thing that happens. <laughs> yeah. So there's that that's happening. And also these women have the world's creepiest neighbor across the balcony neighbor who Seriously. likes to stand on balconies and just, like, look at their balcony sometimes. And then, like, walk around <laughs> with a big old mask on his face because Delhi's a super polluted city. 
And that is Amitabh Bachchan, who happens to be a retired super awesome lawyer. Yep. But, uh-oh, he retired because of, like, brain problems or something. Yeah, and also his wife is, like, dying in hospice. Yeah. Which is, I think, actually a really nice character detail that they don't spend that much, like, they don't spend too much time on it because the movie's not really about him. Mm-hmm. But it does add a nice bit of nuance to the character that we can talk about later. Yeah, it does. Yeah, he comes across as a real weirdo, though. Oh, absolutely. I would, yeah, Yeah, I mean, in a different movie, he would have been the creep, so. Yeah, and, and they're all freaked out by him. They're like, yeah. oh, this guy. But it turns out that he's actually super helpful and just really awkward. Yeah, exactly. So they, it all winds up going to court, which I thought was interesting, was that they seem to be trying all of the charges against each other, including the criminal charges, all in one go. They were kind of like, like, this is not the way it would work in America. But it was kind of like the situation was put in front of the judge, and the judge was figuring out who was responsible in what condi- in what circumstance of any criminal charges at all, which was like crazy. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I can see arguments both ways because <laughs> once you hear the the thing once, right? Yeah, it was really f- funny and like. Again, I don't know enough about Indian courtroom stuff to know. There were times when the lawyers were just, like, giving speeches. After questioning a witness, they would always just, like, then pontificate on the point they were trying to prove. Yeah, exactly. And be like, and you did this, and, like, you thought this, and you're horrible because of this. And only a few times, like, one of the times, the other lawyer even objected, and the judge was like, uh, overruled. (laughs) And I think... It is different there, be, just because they don't have jury trials. Yeah. So I can imagine that that kind of changes the uh-huh. dynamic. Yeah, because you just you just have to worry about like the judge being influenced more than anything else. Right. Yeah, it was really weird though. It was unexpected. We were like, wait, why are you saying things? Yeah. <laughs> Expecting uh, more of an American legal system. Yeah. But. Although I did like that one point that Avatar back to him was like, uh, why don't you just get up there and give the testimony you want to hear since you're <laughs> just saying it anyway. Yeah. And on the top, Bachchan, of course, was, like, perfect for this part because he can play a curmudgeonly old man better than anyone. Yep. And he was good at, like, he was good at the understated stuff. Yeah. He wasn't chewing the scenery all over the place. Yeah. But the women were also, like, so good. They were really good. And there's one who's, like, Northeastern. From Northeast India, they they bring that up. The, the opposition brings that up because you can tell she's probably Northeastern because she looks a little bit more like Chinese, Nepalese. And they brought it up because there's a perception or section, a perception that Asian women like that are like a little more sexual or... They're just, like, really over-sexualized. Oh, that's kind interesting. Of- I had no idea why... I mean, I was willing to accept the movie's statement that this was a thing that made her more harassed than other people, but I did not understand the context of that at all. It's the same... It's kind of similar... Like, it's not as bad here now, but it's kind of similar to how East Asian women were viewed, like, 50 years ago here. And then they're accusing them all of being prostitutes. So they're saying that they attacked them because they asked for money and they didn't get it. And then they were like, well, you better give us money or we're going to say that you raped us. Which, like, in India, why would you bother? 
but okay. So then they were, and then, then they still didn't give you money and then you got angry and attacked them. You know what I liked about that though, is it kind of put the accusations on equal footing of they're both accusations that are really difficult to disprove. Yeah, they are. Like, how do you prove that you're not a prostitute that's just never been arrested? And how do you prove that you're, that you didn't rape someone? Yeah. Which is the difficulty, of course, with those kind of cases. Yeah. Especially because they weren't actually, none of them were actually ever, like, raped. So there wouldn't be physical evidence that you could gather at a hospital, even if they'd gone. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's nothing to, you know, all they can say is, like, well... I was being touched in a way that I didn't want right. to. They were trying to force me into something and like yeah. I got away. And there's no physical evidence of that. Yeah. Which again is why they didn't file a police report. I mean, plus, of course, this is the exact type of situation that people just want to forget about. Like they don't people are embarrassed by this. I mean, this is com- like so common that women are just embarrassed mm-hmm. by this and men, but people are just embarrassed by this situation and they don't want to think about it anymore. Well, that's the thing. I mean, almost nobody reports this stuff anyway if mm-hmm. they don't have to because for one thing, you do just want to forget about it. A lot of people, most people, feel like it's their fault. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I was stupid. I shouldn't have done whatever, whatever. Which you can look back at anything bad that happens to you almost and say, if I had done this differently, that might not have happened. So that's not that helpful. And then it gets dragged through court. And a lot of times you don't get anything out of it anyway. Yeah. And these like, women. Sure, if he does it again to someone else and someone brings the same charge, right. then maybe people look at it differently. But you're still the first one who they said, well, mm-hmm. sorry, you didn't really prove anything. Well, and these women also were unlikely to see the men again, except that they started harassing them. But if the men hadn't been harassing <laughs> them, they never would have seen these men again. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like there was a clear and present danger that they needed to prevent immediately. Yeah. Um, well, that's why That's why at the beginning, uh, Minal was like, look, we've forgotten about it. They probably have too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she was lying about having forgotten about it. Well, right. But it's just not, like, constantly on her brain ruling her life. Yeah. And we're not given a clear perspective, necessarily, on how long it takes. Because by the time they're in court, like, the guy's stitches have healed, basically. So it could have been longer than it seemed when you're watching the movie. And that's the other thing about this movie that was really good was the way it was shot really helped make it feel more realistic because it was shot mm-hmm. using a handheld camera mm-hmm. with kind of muted colors yeah not a ton of music no still enough for a soundtrack don't Thank worry you. but it was done in a realistic manner mm-hmm. you know there was a song montage here and there but not a lot of background music and you know a lot of a lot of the same super frustrating stuff that comes up in court you're like oh well this should be straightforward and then it's like well no you can throw Mm -hmm. anybody's name in the mud yeah and just the disadvantage that the people with the not a shark of a lawyer right although that lawyer was so awful he was like such a great villain he was great uh but yeah i mean i went to was kind of a shark honestly but less aggressive well, that's always the difference. I mean, you know, when is a shark, you know, bad? It's when they're against you. Exactly. And the other thing, though, is that the boys all came, well, at least the main guy came from a rich family so they could afford a really good legal team and all that. Mm-hmm. And they, he had a lot of motivation for clearing his name because, again, of his family's opinion and their, you know, acquaintance families and then also his engagement. 
Yeah. But the women weren't super rich. If they hadn't been able, if they hadn't had the good luck of living across from Amitabh Bakchan, retired lawyer Amitabh Bakchan, Deepak Sigal, or yeah. however you say it, they would probably not have been able to get a decent lawyer at all. And they all well, would have been put in jail because they no. had trouble finding someone to even just take the bail hearing. Yeah, they wanted too much money and... Yeah. And it would it's a case that would seem like a lot of trouble because it's not going to be a clear win. And probably a lot of lawyers may not have wanted to take it because it was the nephew of someone influential. Mm-hmm. And you're defending three women that have been accused of prostitution and one of attempted murder. That's not a fun case. I feel like the guys, the other guys probably weren't well off. I think they were just hangers on because the, the uncle was like, you got to stop hanging out with these guys. They're idiots. And they just seem to be encouraging the worst in him, which is usually what happens when you don't want someone to grow up and grow away from you if they're your money train. Oh, yeah. There's no one that's going by Dumpy that's... Oh, my gosh. ...there who's, who's all equally well off. To be fair, the name fits. Wow. And yeah. it did. But he was also a piece of trash, so I'm fine with it. And he... You know what's interesting, though, is him... He really felt like one of those guys that would have been a perfectly nice guy if he'd had mm-hmm. better friends. I, I yeah. He was completely he the influence of yeah. the friends that he chose to hang out with. It did because there were like the that. two main guys that were yeah. terrible, and one everyone else which, just went along with it because it was exactly. easier. They were your and friends. They were trying to diffuse the situation right. and be like, "Oh, let's just not not go crazy over right. this." One of the horrible guys was VJ Varma, who I had just seen in Darlings. Uh, which I did not like and can't recommend. Uh, It's just too long and a lot of issues with the story. It's (laughs) honestly not a comedy by my standards either. Um, You have to work pretty hard to make a thing that's completely about a a man who abuses his wife a comedy. (laughs) And I don't think they did it hard enough. But they had the perfect role of Punch and Judy, and they just completely missed it. Exactly. That's all I want to see. Comedy classic. I don't. I think it's creepy. I don't (laughs) like it. I don't like it at all. But. But what if they were puppets? It's worse. (laughs) Actually, like, the puppets are horrifying. (laughs) What's wrong with you, England? (laughs) Anyway, Vijay Varma is really good at playing a scumbag. (laughs) He's got a real niche for himself. And I will say, one thing that cannot happen in the U.S. legal system is that two people are like, like you charge, it's like, oh, who's going to get charged with what? Like, you've got charges against this party and charges against this party, and we're like deciding them at the same time. Yeah. And one thing that can happen is that you can be tried together. Right. You mean like the three women? Usually it's more like the three men when they're tried together for, like, the same assault. Well, that I thought it was weird that the three women were... I, so the, the men make sense because they're all being tried for the same crime. But, yeah. like, the three women being tried together, and, like, two of the women are only being charged for prostitution. Yeah, the other one is being charged really for sense. attempted murder. Yeah. Anything that's about the murder, and that has to be most of the trial, is really going to not have any bearing on whether the other two women are prostitutes. Mm-mm, no, that, that one really didn't make sense. Um, in America, it's usually like cops that are all accused of the same right. Well, I like, know like brutality we, charge, and right. then you know it's going badly when they're like, "Oh, we want to be tried separately." Actually, and I do know that right because they're going to throw all the blame on each other exactly. and hope that they get off. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I do know if you're charged for the exact same crime, you can be charged together. And I also know things like RICO charges sure. can happen. But, but there were things where I was like, I don't know enough about Indian law, but I would be really curious to know if this is just a movie thing or if this is really how it works in Indian I, That's the thing. Court. It's so interesting because I have no context for it. Right. Yeah, you just, you watch, oh, and, you know, sometimes that happens with in Indian movies with, like, the houses that people are in. Yeah. Sometimes, like in Rabnibana de Jodi, you're like, Shah Khan's house is really nice. Yeah. By any standard, he's obviously doing great. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, is this a normal house? Is this, like, a kind of nice house? Is, is it a kind of not nice house? I can't really mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. You know, because it also depends on the area, what kind of houses people have there. Right. Like, it's so variable, and, Yeah. I don't know. And then that's when you realize that so much of that kind of context is completely subconscious for people. Yeah. So I will also say that because of the subject matter, I mean, this is a movie that would solidly be PG-13 and very much depend on the level of maturity of the teenager watching it. I agree. Yeah. And what they can handle. Again, things aren't explicitly shown but there are some scenes that might really freak women out like girls out if they think about themselves being in that situation so you know as a parent i mean a lot of it is a legal drama but the stuff that's before the legal drama there is a moment where the main girl minal gets kidnapped and Mm. threatened yeah and kind of like also assaulted again yeah like molested yeah because, okay, this is where I'm so grateful that it's an Indian movie. Because in America, you really feel like there would have been a lot more Stuff that happened to the characters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she would have been straight up actually raped and when she got kidnapped. Yeah. But in this, it's, like, just, like, looking at the scene, you're like, okay, she got molested. Which isn't great. I mean, but... I was worried that she was going to get raped. Oh, I mean, they I completely saw, set know, it up like We saw that. Mom. Yeah. Where that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, even the legal drama part is upsetting if you're old enough to realize what that means, which, again, that's true anywhere in the world, that you look at that as a woman and you're like, this could happen to me, and people could throw it back in my face and make it my fault, and then nothing happens to them. Well, right, and, you know, it looks terrible, but of course, I mean, mean, that lawyer was a huge jerk, and you totally know exactly what he was doing, but... Even if the lawyer was acting on good faith, his client was telling him the truth. Sure. That's his job as a lawyer to try and poke holes in her story, which means Mm -hmm. that it's going to be emotionally awful for her. And everyone is still doing what they are supposed to be doing. Yeah. But that could be troubling. So, you know, use your discretion. It's definitely not a children's movie. It's not meant to be one. This is clearly a social issues movie, a well-made social issues movie Mm -hmm. that's meant to help people understand specific situations that women go through. Yes. Quite frankly, in America, this is the type of movie that would have been made, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago with Julia Roberts as, you know, the spunky young woman. But in India, it was made, you know, what, 2016 or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. In 2016, and it was a huge, thankfully, you know, like a huge hit. And it won a national film award, which is better than the film fairs. Because it's the whole country. So it's, like, harder to get, more prestigious. And I think, honestly, in the National Film Awards, they tend to 
give things to the less popular languages much more than they give them to Hindi movies. So I always feel like if a Hindi movie manages to win a National Film Award, they, like, really earned it. That's really funny. Because, you know, you want to, no, like, makes... recognize the other people. Well, it makes sense. And honestly, like, everybody's probably already seen the Hindi movie. Right. And you want to boost up yeah. the best of other, other places. And so this movie won for Best Film on Other Social Issues. If you are curious about what the issues are that are actually named, it's national integration, environment, conservation, and preservation, and family values. There we go. Basically. So those are the categories that get names. Everything else is other social issues. (laughs) And I think it's well-deserved because even as someone who, you know, already knows about this issue, like this was nothing new to me. It was still, I thought, an engaging story with really likable characters or, you know, gripping characters. Yeah. And a nice little legal drama. And I just really thought they did the emotional stuff so well of really portraying Mm -hmm. what it was like for these women to go through this circumstance because their lives are ruined by this. Oh, yeah. No, uh, there's also, like, an online campaign started, like, trying to back up the fact that they're prostitutes. You know, one of them loses their job over it i mean their whole yeah their whole lives are messed up like their families know about this it's everything yeah definitely uh if that's your cup of tea check this one out and we'll we're done with non-spoilers so we'll do spoilers on the other side of the interval So for me, one of the most interesting things about this movie is that the original ending was that the men would win the court case Mm. and they changed it so as to not outrage audience sensibilities. And I think, honestly, I so much prefer that the women win the case for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I think to have the men win the case is just that kind of like modern sensibility of like you have to end on something depressing in order to be serious and to be taken seriously. And I eschew that whole thought <laughs> process. The other reason, though, is after going through all of this with these women and really digging into what's a real major social problem in India and in a lot of places, it's really important to end on the note of hope. It Honestly, it really is. Especially, especially if you're going to like tell people that they should advocate for this issue. Right. I think it's a real mixed message to be like, but it doesn't matter because nothing's ever going to change. Exactly. Like, oh, you should report <clears throat> these crimes, but you'll lose in court and your life will be ruined anyway. I mean, that's yeah. awful. So I think it's just so much better. That it's probably not going to go great for you. So just show us a good one. Exactly. You have to let people know that, like, when the legal system is working correctly, when the judge is a good judge, when you get a lawyer who's competent, when you're telling the truth and the other side is obviously just flinging mud for their own fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. the things that they accuse these women of, that there's absolutely no evidence of. And that was the guy being like, there's no real evidence that they're prostitutes. Nice try. It's so funny that he's like, "Uh, look at this video. It's going to prove it. And he's like, see here, here they're all talking about pricing. 
and then they go into the rooms and they go off with guys open and shut. Yeah, you can't hear anything they're saying. It's like yeah. a super wide shot because it's a security camera. And I'm like, why is this allowed? Like, is yeah. he allowed to say that? That's crazy. And again, I think because it's just a judge. Well, yeah. and this could be just an inaccurate Bollywood version of it. But yeah. also because it's just the judge, what are you going to say? Like, the judge already knows if it's good evidence or not. So I was just like, you really have to let people know that, that there is a way that justice can be done. And, and that's the ideal that we should strive for. Exactly. Because otherwise you're left with mom. Right. Which is a very entertaining movie, but not a way to run your country. But you don't want your stepmom to have to go murdering your your assailants for you. It's, it's tough. Although apple prices will go through the roof. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they also might become a controlled substance. <laughs> yeah. okay. You can only buy corn apples. Exactly. <laughs> they did a really good job of having Amitabh Bakchan lay out and kind of dissect the reasons why it's stupid to be like, yeah, but like, don't you think these girls were? Yeah. Like they were obviously here for a sexual encounter. They were obviously like no good. Mm -hmm. They were obviously all of these things. And he's like, why? Because they were drinking. Okay. Well, you were drinking. So like boys can drink. Otherwise it means you're just down for sexual encounters. And it even proves that like people also a lot of times have outdated ideas that justify what they want to do anyway. Where he was like, my family, women in my family don't drink. How dare you? And then he was like, okay, here's a picture of your sister at a party with a beer. I'm like, they don't go to parties and all this stuff. Right. Family only gatherings, family gatherings. Only. No parties. Just modestly, no drinking. And it's like, well, sure. I think there's a lot of men who would like to think that about their female family members. But it's 2022. Mm-hmm. That's not always going to be the case. And there are going to be some women that do that. And they're sure. fine with, you know, even women that are fine with just doing that. Sure. But yeah, that's not going to be the standard. And I was honestly like, man, I hope you told the sister that this was going to happen because I'm a little concerned for her safety right now. Yeah, seriously. And that, like, you can't use the, like, my mother doesn't do that and so no one else is allowed to do right. that or else I don't have to treat them like a human as an argument. Well, exactly. It doesn't make sense to do that. No one cares what your mom does or doesn't do. One of my things was I'm like, so you say that... All of the things that these women were doing are things that only promiscuous women would do. And we were innocent. But then they were like, but then we found, we didn't know they were prostitutes. I'm like, but you just said, you just said that everything they were doing is something only promiscuous women would do. Why are you so shocked then, supposedly, to find out they're prostitutes? That's the thing. Hey, guess what? Those two things are very similar in the behavioral patterns. Yeah, you cannot have it both ways because they're also arguing like, well, they did this, this, and this. And like, oh, okay, so you're experts on the signs of prostitutes. And yet, yeah, which is why by the end, you know, he's like, okay, so like you knew they were prostitutes. He's like, oh, do you go to sex workers a lot? Or is this your first time? This is the first time. And he's like, oh, okay. It just seems like you recognize them really well. Yeah, celebrating (laughs) your upcoming marriage, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was really good. He was like, okay, so girls can't ever, like, do this, or it means that... They can't stay out late. They can't live by themselves. They can't... They can't have boys that are the, friends come over to their yeah. place. Yeah, they can't be alone in a room with a boy. They can't yeah. drink. They can't have a boy escort them to the bathroom. They can't not be a virgin. They can't... Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's and this all this is one of those. So it, was, it was really thoughtfully done, I thought. Because this is one of those things where... He doesn't ever explicitly point this out. He's he's really focused on the idea that even if all of these things are true, like she said no, and no means no, and you have to respect that. Yeah. So even if she was a prostitute, 
Well, that's the thing. Like, you can't just go sexually assault a prostitute and be like, it's fine, she was a prostitute. There is still such a thing as as rape for no matter who you are. Well, and that was actually really interesting as he then lists the people where, like, no means no, whether they're your friend, a girlfriend, a stranger, a sex worker. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, he says, or a wife. Yep. And I'm like, and of course, he was so, oh my gosh, hearing him say that was so touching because his wife had just died. And so his voice is like breaking up when he's thinking about it. And I was like, you know, what's so powerful about that is that he says wife after sex worker. Yeah. And I think for men that have that kind of attitude, that is exactly mm-hmm. how they would list them for something yeah. like that. Like, I think that absolutely the, a wife is more of an object to them than a sex worker. Well, there's such a prevalent idea. And, I mean, it's embarrassing how recently it was codified in America that, like, you, there is such a thing as marital rape. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I think probably in India, it's much more of an idea that, like, you mm-hmm. can't rape your wife. She's your wife. Well, and again, this is also, you know, as far as, like, codified, I th- this, it had, that has to be less reported than any form of rape. Oh, absolutely. Like, what is a wife then gonna, yeah. Then you're just, like, living with your domestic abuser. Right. And so, that's yeah, really dangerous to report. Yeah, so I think them. for a lot of people, like, it honestly never occurred to them. Yeah. Um, oh, there there are absolutely people running around that have no idea they're being abused because they don't know that, that right. they're allowed to they say no. Yeah. Um, but that was so touching. And yeah. that was the whole subplot with his wife dying yes. was was also one of those really nice little things that was never explicitly tied into the rest of the story. But you really felt like the reason he was helping these women was because they reminded him of his wife. Yes. And he was feel like he was really like thinking a lot about his wife since she was dying. And well, all and that. he couldn't do anything to help his wife, mm-hmm. but he could do something for them. Yeah. And he watched Minal get abducted. He was trying to call it into in the police. Van. And they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. We and haven't seen anything like that. Well, then the police were like, yeah, and we it can't was a find woman. anything. We can't find anything like that. And then he calls someone else that he knew from his career. And he was like, yeah, there's no report about anything like that. So the woman like didn't even write it down. Yeah. Or put it in the system. And they were really good about including a lot of women police officers in this. That were like, right, to be like, this isn't just like a man problem. This is just like a person problem. Anytime a system exists like that, everybody is part of the system. Yeah. It's not just, I mean. Well, and that woman who arrested her, like, took the report for the yeah. attempted murder and, like, backdated it and all that. It was really obvious that she felt like these women were trashy because yeah. she was probably living, she was probably married. Mm-hmm. She'd probably gone from her family's house to her husband's house. She obviously she, had a good job. Yeah, she wouldn't, she probably didn't stay out late. She probably did all the things that a respectable woman was supposed to do. Well, and so and she looked at these women living their lives and she thought, well, of course they're asking for it. And she's a cop. She's protected from that. Yeah. In some ways. I'm not saying it can mm-hmm. happen to cops, but yeah, absolutely. And she was horrible. And really, and, and I'm like, I get it. You know, sometimes you have your personal prejudices of yeah. like, well, these women are like, whether they're prostitutes or not, like they're playing, they're fast and right. they're not living life the way they're supposed to or whatever. But backdating the report, yeah, exactly. that was awful. Oh, and saying that they couldn't catch her for a week because she was hiding. Out. Yeah, that was awesome. That whole He's like, oh, that's awesome. so weird. How were you able to find her immediately at her home when you yeah. did arrest her? That's the thing that they don't ever really explicitly say in the movie, but Amitabh Bachchan missed the last days of his wife's life to win this court case for yeah. them. They, the doctor was like, she wants to come home. And at that point, you know, if they're dying like that already, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where they are. And he could have brought her home, but he couldn't because he was doing this case. Yeah. And he he chose the case and 
that was really amazing. I just, I just loved that so much. But one of the things before I got off on this tangent about his his character's wife um, (laughs) is that I, one of the things that he talks about when he's talking about like all the things that a woman shouldn't do, he never explicitly makes this point, but I think that it's pretty common with this line of thinking of the theoretically there should be one standard for each for the whole human race. Right. Right. But these men, instead of saying, well, they've fallen short of the standard. Mm hmm. They themselves hold themselves to a lower standard. So instead of saying, well, these women have fallen short of the high standard, but I will maintain the high standard. Exactly. And I will just, you know, ignore these women or insist that they go home or whatever it is. Good thing I'm here instead of a lesser man. Right. They're just wallowing around in the mud down there. And I'm like, well, you're acting like you're some sort of paragon of virtue. Mm -hmm. If you saw these women and thought that they were, like, immodest and, you know, promiscuous and... I don't know, then why were you spending time with them? Like, this is on you. Like, you can't roll around in the muck and then be mad when it sticks to you. Yeah, exactly. And then try to hide ground everyone right. later. And that's often, I find, a, a problem with this line of reasoning of, you know, like she was asking for it. So I'm like, well, why is she held to this impossibly high standard that you don't expect of yourself at all? Like, if you're holding people to this high standard, yeah. you shouldn't... It's not... I. I feel it's not that you should lower your standards for everyone around you. It's that you should hold yourself to that higher standard. Absolutely. So here's my other point that I would really like to make. This is a small point. Can I just say that my favorite conviction is now, I mean, yes. Okay. It's neck and neck with criminal mischief. Sure. Which is just the best conviction of all time. My other favorite new conviction is outraging a woman's modesty. Yes. I really like that. (laughs) That's amazing when you said that. It sounds highly euphemistic. Yes. Uh, But it also sounds like very much um, like... Like 1950s. I was going to say Hester Prynne. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it feels like, you know, like someone pulled the sleeve down on a woman. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Outraging a woman's modesty. Yeah. One of my best charges. So, as we said, highly recommend. It's... Um, uh, It is a movie that's a cause movie, but it's well done. And I think even if you're not, I mean, as long as you're not opposed to the cause, even if you're not like in the streets marching for women's rights, like you'll still enjoy this movie. movie. You know, the acting was good and the dialogue was well written. It all felt very natural. Yeah, it did. And if you're watching it on Hulu, I hope the subtitles work for you because they didn't for me and I had to rent it from Amazon. They never have subtitles. I don't like it. Then why do you have a thing for subtitles? Just say, we don't have subtitles. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they only have subtitles for English language things. Oh they ne- their, their Hindi movies never have subtitles, which I think is bonkers because I know subtitles exist for that movie. Yeah, but they absolutely do. I watched it elsewhere immediately <laughs> yeah. after saying, well, that's great. Now I don't have to rent it. <laughs> Yeah, but you do. I sure did. So the next movie that we will be watching is a movie called Water. You know, spelled just like the English word because it is the English word. All right. So it's it's a movie that's set in the 30s and it's about um, a young girl whose husband, you know, she's married as a child. Her husband dies before they're like even living together. And she's sent to live in a widow's ashram in somewhere, some town in India. I forgot where. So, and then it goes into the lives of the widows there, which is really just fascinating to me. And that is available to rent in, you know, most places. YouTube, Google, Amazon. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood.
For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.